what's going on all my Spotcast members, Spotify, Anchor, and Rambler, not Rambler, <laughs> Breaker uh, channel members. I don't know where I came up with Rambler. I'm sure there's an app somewhere out there, but what's going on? This is the third segment for tonight, 25th through the 26th. Sieges on the Whizzle bring you one more segment at least before I go to sleep. Call it a night. There's um supposed to be a lunar eclipse happening really early in the morning. <clears throat> I don't think I'm going to make it. First of all, it's like 4.40 in the morning all the way up to like 6 or 7, but we've got a lot of overcast and rain and stuff in here, so I don't think it's going to be very visible. They did say the rain was going to clear out. It was going to become partly cloudy around four in the morning or so but it's kind of like a toss-up still don't know if it's going to be visible and um, I don't think I'm going to stay up until five or six in the morning so <clears throat> I might maybe tomorrow night but I've been up all day I've got to wake up tomorrow and do a few things before I go to work here lately I've been sleeping in until the last hour so I've been staying at my mom's for like past week almost due to this whole bat problem well I'm gonna go over there tomorrow check it out see if the device is still running because I had it plugged in the whole time hasn't overheated or fried or you know I know the apartment didn't catch on fire because my landlord didn't notify me so <laughs> anywho I'm gonna go there tomorrow no I'm not gonna go there tomorrow I'm gonna go there Thursday on my day off I'm gonna see if there's any bats inside the apartment or if there's any signs of any bats, I doubt it, but we're going to see if it's still running, and if it's hot, you know. It's been running for like three days straight. It'll be three to four days straight whenever I go back and check on it. So, anyways, if there's no bats in the apartment, then maybe it's doing its job. cat but I'm gonna go there and pick up some clothes and stuff too and uh, necessities anything that I need while I'm over there I pretty much got most of it here but I'm gonna stay tomorrow night and Thursday night and I may go back Friday night. I don't know. Then I'll be off 
Saturday, and I'm probably going to come over here and do some yard work for my mom, uh, or if I don't do laundry Thursday, I'll have to do it Saturday. So I'm pretty much going to be spending time with my mom non-stop in between now and this Saturday. And I've been enjoying it. It's kind of like been a little mini vacation. Even though I'm still paying rent, um, a change of atmosphere after a while is really nice. And this is where I grew up, so just coming home and sitting here out on the porch drinking beers after I get off work and thinking about the old neighborhood when I was a kid really does the body good really does your mind good too so um, and then if like I said I don't see any signs of any bats I'll probably end up moving back in um, I think I'm going to take that device and I'm going to move it into the kitchen and plug it in because that's a lot closer to where the entryway is, I do believe, of where they're getting in. So, <clears throat> well, I say they're getting in like there's been hundreds of them, but I've only found one. So, but the point is, that bat got in. And if it's the same bat, he's going to probably most likely remember. So, I'm sure that that bat was terrified. <clears throat> I'm sure that that bat was completely terrified. It got into some foreign place. It didn't know where it was. It couldn't find its way back out. And then you got these grown humans that are coming to pick you up and put you outside or whatever and or trap you you know I'm sure it thought that they were trying to eat it <laughs> and you would think that if a bat suffered that kind of trauma it wouldn't come back but they can smell their feces even if it's a small amount they remember things they know exactly where they left their nest. When they, when they get done hibernating, they leave their nest and they go out and do their little trips and stuff and then they come back because they know exactly where their nest is. Actually, they use the moon. A lot of times, bats use the moon to figure out where they're going. On nights where they don't have a moon, bats cannot fly. They can't see. They don't have a sense of direction. A lot of people out there don't know that bats can actually see. They don't just rely off of their sonar. They, they can see, but just not that good. But like I said, on certain nights where there's no moonlight, they can't see anything. So, they have ultrasonic hearing, but they also have like ultrasonic vision. They can see a lot better at night off of the rays of the moon than if it was a cloudy night and there wasn't any rays of the moon at all. And it makes you kind of wonder about evolution, the planet as a whole, you know. If there was no moon, how would bats be able to survive? 
or how would other species like in the ocean you know that rely on the tidal waves and everything how would they survive this world would be completely different if it didn't have a moon and you also got to think of the characteristics of the moon how close it is the gravity pull so on and so forth it's almost like it was man-made how many other planets do you know out there that has a moon that's so close that plays such a vital role besides our planet you hear a lot of astronomers and scientists and stuff talking about there's so many earth-like planets out there well yeah but how many of them are in the habitable zone and how many of them have a moon and how many of them have a moon that's just as close as our moon you know not very many. So when you say there's a planet like Earth, well, it might look like Earth. Or it might be in the habitable zone, but it doesn't have any tidal waves, it doesn't have a moon, or it has three different moons. And that plays a really big part in the ecosystem. It plays a really big part on humans. If humans didn't have a moon, our brains would be messed up. Our sleep cycles would be screwed up, everything. All these people that are paying 500,000, well no, they're paying more than that. They said eventually the ticket price will get down to $500,000, but they're probably paying upwards of a million dollars and they all want to go to Mars or they all want to go to the moon nobody really knows all the risks and shit that you take just traveling in a spacecraft to get to that place there are so many radiation and cosmic rays and stuff that solar flares that go on and if you think that you're gonna make it there in one piece and be just as healthy as you were on Earth. You're crazy. You're gonna get there, you're gonna have radiation poisoning, or you're gonna be brain dead before you even get there. You know, they've talked about making the flight suits with like a lead lining or something on the inside. And that's fine to protect the people it's only going to offer so much protection against solar flares and gamma rays. But you also got to think about all the sensitive equipment. You get a solar flare that comes by and knocks out all of the electrical system and you can't get it back online. You're just floating around in space. So you got to think about those things. Probably have to send another spacecraft up there to get you and take you back to Earth. We need to start thinking about that. We need to start thinking ahead. You hear a lot of people, SpaceX and stuff, talking about rocket fuels and, oh, we're going to make an atmosphere and we're going to make our own rocket fuels and blah, blah, blah. But you never hear anybody talking about water, which is very vital, not just for making the fuel, but for humans 
themselves for growing crops and everything, you know. First of all, you're not going to be able to grow crops on Mars like you would on Earth. You're going to have to adapt. You're going to have to find crops that you can grow. Um, and even then, until we make an atmosphere, it's going to be so hot or so cold that they're not going to grow. So, and until we get up there, we can't make an atmosphere. So, ultimately, <clears throat> there should be one side of Mars that I would call the dark side of Mars, just like the dark side of the moon. That would be specifically for, like, power plants, energy sources, nuclear radiation and waste disposal, and on the other side would be where the people actually live. It might cost you more money to run the power from one side of Mars to the other, but it will ensure that the people will never have to worry about radioactive waste or an explosion or anything and keep all of the waste away from the people. And ultimately, I don't see Mars getting so big to where, you know, that would be a problem. So, I do believe if we used half of Mars for people and the other half being undiscovered or used for radioactive waste or whatever, that that would be completely fine. had a documentary that I was watching where they said maybe we should take our nuclear waste and put it on the moon and you know first of all that's not going to solve all the other waste that we're producing by the tons every day but it's also going to be really expensive to take that stuff put it into orbit and put it on another planet and a lot of these companies, these corporate American companies, are not going to pay that just to get rid of trash, you know. They could go and take a boat and dump it in the ocean, and it would be a lot cheaper. Which, by the way, that's what they're doing. Hundreds of barrels of DDT were found. Well, not hundreds, thousands of barrels of DDT were found off the coast of California and um, right off the Catalina Islands but then there was another article that I was reading about a um, what's the name of it it's a fish that only lives at the deepest parts of the ocean and we're talking very very deep we're talking 6,000 feet or deeper. I think this fish is called... It's the same one on Finding Nemo that had the spiky teeth and the little light that it shines and it attracts all of its prey up to the light and then swallows them whole. I think they call them a devil fish. But there's other names for them as well. But it washed up on shore and everybody said, oh, it's because of the DDT that poisoned the water. Same reason why you see all these whales that are washing up. 
because these whales are like bottom feeders. They dive really deep. They feed on a lot of these animals that dived really deep too. And oh, there was another mosquito on me somewhere. Now I turned on my flashlight on my phone and he disappeared. really kind of weird. I know it's not an ant or anything crawling on me, so. Anywho. We have a lot of things that we have to learn about on this planet before we go conquering another planet. There's still so many things about this planet that we don't know. I mean, we're only to the point where we're only to the point where we know about, what is it, 30% of the bottom of the ocean floor, or something crazy, something like that, I mean, we know more about other planets and the moon and everything than we know about our own ocean, let's just put it that way, we have so many problems with waste and everything and energy problems on this planet that do you really think we're going to be able to go to another planet and start from scratch and be completely sufficient no it took hundreds of years for america to even get to where it's at today so <clears throat> not to mention the time that it took but we're talking millions, if not billions, or zillions, or trillions of dollars to get to where we are today. So, all these people that think that they're just going to fly up to Mars or the moon and make a new life and start fresh and everything's going to be just so great. Just look back to what it was like living in the 1800s. It was terrible. You had to make your own butter. No electricity. It was terrible. You had to make your own laundry soap and put clothes through the wringer. It was just, it was nothing good about living back in those days. Yet you have this false sense of hope that everybody has. And it's because social media hypes everything up to be more than what it is. Elon Musk and everything. These people have no idea what it's like to live on another planet. Because nobody's done it. But everybody's waiting in line to be the first people. Kind of like these vaccines. Nobody knows what's going to happen. But they they want a different outlook on life. They want to, you know, be the ones to say that we did it. Everybody wants innovation and for society to move forward and stuff like that, but it's at a cost. It doesn't just come for free. It, it doesn't happen overnight either. So for all these people that think that that's the way it truly happens, they're crazy. They're nuts. 
I think that we should take all the people that are prisoners on this planet and put them on another planet and make them work and build the planet and see what kind of effects that this radiation has on them and stuff. People, some people out there would say, oh, that's wrong, that's like being a slave. Well, these people deserve it. There are people out there that don't deserve being a slave, that are made slaves every day in other countries. They don't deserve it. They're just people trying to live their lives. But the people that have lived their lives and made mistakes and killed people and stuff like that, they don't deserve to have the option on what's humane and what isn't. So, you make them work. And if they don't want to work, you take them to the dark side of Mars and you kill them. And you bury their bodies over there. So, <clears throat> we'll give you a chance. And actually, we'll even cut you a deal. If you got life imprisonment, we're going to let you get out. We're going to give you a free get-out-of-jail card as long as you work 20 years doing manual labor. We'll let you go eventually. Or you can just choose to sit in here and rot for the rest of your life. I mean, those are the only options. And when we do let you out of here, we're going to have a tracker device in you. We're going to know where you are every minute of every day. We're going to know what you do, how you do it. We're going to know when you take a shit. And if you ever violate that, guess what? You're going to be stuck here doing labor camp for the rest of your life. So, what's it going to be? You want a chance to get out of here or not? And if you try to run away or escape, we're going to just jettison you off of this planet into the middle of the darkness. We're never going to have to deal with you ever again. So, I would say that people would say, okay, yeah, we'll do some manual labor for you. Hmm. You don't want to do any manual labor, then you can sit here and rot for the rest of your life don't see any problem with that so but if you want to make a difference and you want to try to help people and you know then we'll give you that chance it's not like we're making you work for nothing we're not putting you out in a field digging holes and filling them back in maybe that's what we'll do for all the prisoners that don't want to build anything on Mars, we'll just leave them there in Alabama on a fucking sweaty prison chain gang and we'll have them digging holes all day. You can dig them out six foot deep, fill them in, and when you get done with that hole, we got another one over here for you to dig out. So, if you're good... We'll make sure that you get the hydration that you need. We'll give you Gatorade. We'll give you water. 
the minute that you start acting up, guess what? We're going to put you out here for another extra three hours, and you're going to dig more holes while everybody goes in and eats. So, yeah. And we'll have other punishments, too. If we put you out there for three more hours and you don't want to dig holes, we'll find another punishment somewhere. Yeah. Some way, somehow. And that's the way it needs to be. These people want to make a difference. They want to. They want salvation. They want to make it out of prison. There's a way you can do that. But if you want to be a problem to society, there's a way we can deal with that as well. So... There's a solution. But, anywho, until people want to take a different approach, we're kind of stuck in this boat until it comes to shore. So, the whole space race thing, it's all just a smokescreen until it actually happens. I'm not going to be a believer until it happens. So, even then, you can put as many people as you want on Mars, and after 10 years, let's say, probably a third of them are still going to be alive because of the radiation. We don't know how to cure cancer here on this planet. <clears throat> We've just started touching base on how to cure cancer, and we're nowhere close to curing it. So what, what do you think is going to happen when they go on another planet with no atmosphere? The cancer and radiation poisoning and stuff is going to be twice as high. Or three times more high. Because the atmosphere is like a tenth of what it is here. You want to fly around the world? Or around Mars? Good luck, because there's no atmosphere. So... You're going to need special cars to even drive. And if they're not electric, then uh, you're going to have to make a combustion engine that runs on this pressure that's ten times less than Earth. That's all, that, that makes me wonder. You know, back in the day they had a lot of steam engines. You know, not just with the railroad, but they had cars that were steam-powered. And I always wondered, how would one of those cars work on Mars? There's hardly any oxygen. You know, the atmosphere is like a tenth of what it is here. The pressure is different. How would a combustion engine work? Or how could you make an engine that would work? It would take some innovation, I'll tell you that, but... Hmm. A lot of things that I think about. A lot. 
There's this really weird girl over here across the street that I keep looking at. And, uh, she's over here going through her trash cans. I do believe. It is 1.10 in the morning. And she's been out here for a while. Going through shit. And I know it's somebody standing out there because they got a white nightgown on and it's really creepy and crazy that you've got somebody standing outside with a white nightgown on going through their trash at one in the morning it's almost like she's sleepwalking or something it's really creepy I'm not gonna lie it takes a lot to creep me out, but... It looks like something off of the ring. <clears throat> She's going through something. I don't know what. Keeps bending over, picking something out of the trash, bending back down. I hope she likes seeing me take a piss over here in a minute, because that's what she's going to get. Hmm. <sighs> Fucking weird, creepy people. She'd be the type of person that would turn around and see me pissing and call the cops. Because it's weird. This guy's outside pissing. Yeah. It's probably more weird that you're going through your trash at one in the morning, but hey. Whatever. Nope. No people over here pissing, officer. starting to pick up and she's going to find out real quick that she better find whatever she's looking for <laughs> anyways you know thinking back to energy solutions and stuff it's uh, a lot of there's a lot of talk about Nikola Tesla And uh, they talk about whether or not his idea, if he was still alive, if his idea would have ever came out. Now, there were a couple ideas that I seen that never got patented that Nikola Tesla had invented. And one of these things was a tower uh, that transmitted... Not only radio waves, but electricity, I do believe. Um, it transmitted a certain frequency off of the electricity. Like a, like a resonance frequency, you know. 
Anywho, some people say that Nikola Tesla was um, in touch with the same technologies that powered the pyramids of Giza. And that's the reason why there's three pyramids, because if you think of a wall outlet, there's a positive and a negative and then a ground. Anywho. I don't know exactly where it was. I think it was in Tennessee or Kentucky, somewhere around there. Nikola Tesla had some land. And he had this tower that he built. And he also had a warehouse that he tested this electric coil in. And long story short, he got assassinated or he died, which I think he got assassinated. And then the government took over all of his technology and tried getting Albert Einstein to try and decipher some of it, try and figure it out. And Albert Einstein even said, I can't do this, you know, this is just completely genius. Albert Einstein was good, he was smart, but he wasn't that smart. I mean, Albert Einstein was smart, but he still couldn't read. So, I mean, how smart could he be? Even after, you know, laws of physics, E equals MC squared, how do you know that he didn't plagiarize that off of somebody else? Back then, you know, you didn't have a such thing as plagiarism, and if they did, then they'd just kill you and bury you and take your idea. So, how do we know that Albert Einstein didn't just steal somebody's ideas for E equals MC squared? You know, what else did Albert Einstein do that was so good for humanity? Not really a lot. He had a lot of ramblings, he had a lot of drawings and stuff, but even then, nobody knew how to read it, and I don't even think that he knew how to read it. You know, so anyways, it's really suspicious that Nikola Tesla uh, ends up dead, and then some other uh, scientist took over all of his ideas. That's kind of suspicious to me. Even nowadays, that's really fishy. But back then, when, like I said, didn't even have a newspaper, probably back then. I don't know. But it's really easy for somebody to get away with stealing somebody's ideas. Just like Nikola Tesla. It was really easy for people to move in and steal his ideas. Nikola Tesla had an idea that everybody would end up with free energy. He was trying to make it possible where these power companies wouldn't make any more monopolies off people, right? And that's why the government wanted to assassinate him back then. How dare you try to come in and dip in on our money that we're making off of electricity? Um, Thomas Edison Again, they say he invented electricity, he invented the light bulb, so on and so forth. How do we know? Anyways. 
This train is really getting on my nerves in the background. Mm. It's really annoying. Anyways, Nikola Tesla, after his ideas were crumbled up and couldn't find anything else in the world about Nikola Tesla, which is weird, somebody who was so smart and made such an impact on people's lives and you can't find much of anything anymore. It's all trying to be hidden. And Nikola Tesla was one of the people that had an infinity for the number three. He loved the number three. He wouldn't stay in a hotel room unless it was divisible by three. I'm gonna let this train go by. Wind chimes going off in the background, trains, and I'm just gonna let this kind of blow over. You know, I said whenever I move out of here, I'm going to miss these trains, but I don't know if I really am. Anyways, the point of the matter is somebody who was so smart, somebody who made such an impact, you don't see anything about them, right? But he also <sighs> this train, man, I swear. There goes two minutes out of my podcast. so annoying I feel really bad for people that sleep by the railroad tracks <sighs> anywho all that stuff happened and it's been years since Nikola Tesla was dead there's no documentaries or any documents about Nikola's Tesla Nikola Tesla um, and the other, like, a year ago, I do believe, man, this train, dude, shit, I need a, I need, uh, a piece of land somewhere with a sound booth where I can do my podcast, <clears throat> Something that's soundproof. But, anyways, like I said, I was about a year ago doing a little bit of research, and there was this tower in Texas, somewhere in Texas, I don't know where, um, but it looked like a water tower, but it wasn't. 
it wasn't a water tower. It had this big sphere on top, kind of a metallic color, you know. They said that it was radar for weather. But it really looked like something that Nicholas, Nikola Tesla could have uh, invented. And, uh... When I got to researching it more, they later said that it wasn't for weather radar, but it was for something to do with radio frequencies. I don't know if it had to do with cell phone towers or what, but it was something that produced frequencies. A lot of people were speculating that it was uh, part of HARP which is basically a government installation that has such a strong magnetic field and radio frequency field that it can affect weather patterns and how people think and radio waves and it's really crazy. I mean, you really gotta do the research. Am I still a firm believer? I don't know. I mean, there's got to be something, an explanation for some of these things. And nobody's come out yet and uh, said anything about it. Now, first of all, everybody knows when the government gets a hold of any new technology, whether it's from an alien spacecraft or from John Doe, if it's any technology worth a, worth a crap, they're going to seize it. It's going to be a national security issue. They're going to seize it. And uh, they're going to lock it up forever on Area 51 and you're never going to find it. So, Area 51 has been hiding a lot of things for many years. But I do believe it, it hides a lot of technologies. Otherwise, they wouldn't need to keep it a secret. So, <clears throat> man, this person over here is really creeping me out. beginning to wonder if it's even a person. I don't know. I can't zoom in with my camera because I'm making this podcast, so. <clears throat> but the point is, uh, we've got a lot of things going on right now in the world with the Black Lives Movement stuff, society got the space race and stuff going on again. China's actually uh, getting really involved in it. They were going to make their own space station, supposedly. China's, China's also talked about building a moon base. China and Russia want to be the first people to put a moon base on, on the moon. But one of the things that they had said was 
Oh, it's going to be a moon base, but it's going to be for everybody. No matter what's going on in politics, it's going to be for everybody to use. So why can't we use that same analogy on Earth? And I'll tell you why. Because when we finally do get to the moon and they've got a base there, things are going to change. They can say whatever they want about how, oh, it's going to be for everybody to use. But the point is, China and Russia cannot just ignore political events. Everything has to be influenced by political events. So... If Russia and China can't find a way for leverage against America and all the other countries on Earth, then they'll say, well, since you don't want to listen to us on Earth, then we're not going to allow you access to what's going on on, on the moon. And there's nothing stopping them from doing that, so... There's no law or special treaty or anything that says you have to make us part of whatever you're doing on the moon. So, <clears throat> it's a space race. It's not just a space race to be the first one to colonize Mars or the moon. But it's a, it's a space race to be the first one that initialized power and control over the moon. It's going to be quite, quite sticky. It's going to be a sticky situation. I don't even know how to really go about it, you know. If you think about it, we haven't even colonized the moon, and we're all already thinking about government entities and people with power that are going to be inhabiting the moon or Mars. Mm. So, it's just not a good um, chemical equation. Mixing gasoline with fire is not a good chemical equation, you know. So, if America was to go up there and build a base before China, let's say, let's just say, It would be a slap in the face of China and Russia. It would be almost like we wanted to beat them to the punch. I mean, which we do, but... <clears throat> the point is, if people can't get along here on Earth... Many different countries can't get along. What makes you think that they're going to get along on the moon? And then, you know, all the laws and everything with the UN and all that doesn't apply to the moon. Those rules and laws and stuff only apply to Earth. So, be a whole new government system. I don't know how we would do that, so... 
Anywho, I'm going to go ahead and end this live video uh, or podcast, and I'm going to make another one.